Hello, Word Nerds. What is up with you? I hope you are doing very, very well today. Uh, it is March. I am recording this in January. Time doesn't exist. Um, I'm going to skip the holidays until the end because I forgot that I was going to do that. So, uh, you know, let's get to the words first. That's what you're here for, right? Uh, the first word is case harden. Two words with a hyphen. This is a transitive verb from 1677. One, to harden so that the surface layer is harder than the interior. And the example is a ferrous alloy. It's, a, it's an alloy that is ferrous, and it hardens, and the, but, the inside, but the inside is not hard. It's very soft, like my guts. Number two, to make callous or insensible. Uh, case hardened is an adjective. What are some other things that could be case hardened? I'm thinking of foods. What is a hard food? There, well, there's like, there's chocolate with, uh, or like chocolate covered cherries. The outside is hard, but the inside is all gooey. I remember one time we were over at my aunt and uncle's house. Could have been for Hanukkah or something. And there were some chocolates and somebody, uh, I think it was my uncle, took a bite. He didn't put the whole thing in his mouth, which he obviously should have done. He didn't know there was anything inside. He took a bite and the, the inside, the cherry, the juices, whatever it was, just like squirted all over the place. And I think uh, got onto their nice white carpet. Uh, but yeah, I just remember that. Okay, that was a case-hardened, chocolate-covered, cherry-juicy thing. Next is case history. Two words, noun from 1894. A record of history, environment, and relevant details of a case, especially for use in analysis or illustration. And that goes back to case book in the last episode. That would be a thing that goes into a case book. Next is casein or casein. You could emphasize either syllable. It is spelled C-A-S-E-I-N, casein. Noun from 1841. Uh, let's see, there's no numbers, just an A and a B, plus a section before that. Uh, so it is a phosphoprotein of milk. That is the main thing. And then we have A, uh, one that is precipitated from milk by heating with an acid or by the action of lactic acid in souring and is used in making paints and adhesives. And I think that they also put this in cheese often. Uh, and then B, one that is produced when milk, well, this would be the cheese one, one that is produced when milk is curdled by rennet, R-E-N-N-E-T, is the chief constituent of cheese and is used in making plastics. Oh, yes, I definitely want the thing that is in plastics also in my cheese. Uh, when I went vegan, um, I learned about casein and rennet and how I got to watch out for those. I can't have those. Um... And, uh, and this is from, just like a caseation in our last episode, this is from the Latin uh, casius, which means cheese. So it's very clearly related to cheese. Um, it is also uh, from or the French word, how would you pronounce this? Caseine? Caseine, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's got an accent over the, uh, the middle E, uh, or the E in the middle, I should say. So that is casein, and then relatedly, next we have uh, caseinate or caseinate. You could emphasize the C, which doesn't see. I would much rather say caseinate. Uh, so it is the word casein with an A-T-E at the end. This is a noun from 1904. A compound of casein with a metal as calcium or sodium. So... Uh, 
Yeah, that's more about the A definition. Paints and adhesives, I guess. Metal. How metal is in? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next we have case in point. Three words uh, from 1722. An illustrative, relevant, or pertinent case. Illustrative, relevant, or pertinent case. Next is case knife. Like the knife that you use to cut your food. Noun from 1673. One, the synonym is sheath knife. And then number two is just a table knife. It's a case knife. Why is it called a case knife? You don't put your table knife into a case. You put a sheath knife into a case. That's what a sheath is. A sheath is a case. But why is a table knife a case knife? Uh, Next is case law. Two words, noun from 1861. Law established by judicial decision in cases. Next is case load. One word, noun from 1938. The number of cases handled, usually in a particular period. And the example is as by a court or clinic. The number of cases handled by a court or clinic. Also, a student. A student has a caseload. How many, uh, I mean, you maybe you'd say class load, but no, I think I've heard people say caseload. Uh, maybe not. I'm probably making stuff up. Uh, next is casemate. Uh, one word, noun from 1575. A fortified, a fortified position or chamber or an armored enclosure on a warship from which guns are fired through embrasures. I'm guessing embrasures are like holes in the wall. It is a casemate. Okay, this is from old Italian casamata. Next is casement. Noun from the 15th century. A window sash that opens on hinges at the side. It's a window sash that opens on hinges at the side. Also, a window with such a sash. Such a sash, that is. Uh, This, it's a casement. I don't know. Uh, This is a Middle English, and it means hollow molding. Opens on hinges. I don't know. Why can't I think of what this looks like? Maybe I should find an example and post it. Okay, will do. Next is Caseus. Adjective from 1661, marked by caseation. Uh, That is, uh, oh, is that? that, Oh, yeah, that's that nasty word from the last episode. Marked by caseation, it is caseous. When your skin is dying, it is caseous because it is going through caseation. And then we also have the number one definition for the word cheesy. I still don't like the idea of my tissues turning into cheese. Uh, And again, this is from that Latin word, cassius, which means cheese. Next, we have casern. Casern? I think that's how you pronounce it. Casern. C-A-S-E-R-N. Or you could put an E at the end. This is a noun from 1696. A military barracks in a garrison town. Uh, And this is a French word. Casern. Next is case study. Two words, noun, from 1875. One, an intensive analysis of an individual unit stressing developmental factors in relation to environment. And the example is a person or a community. That is the individual unit. And uh, and then number two, synonym is case history. Case study, that, that just gets used in science a lot. Next is case system. Two words, noun from circa 1889, a system of teaching law in which 
uh, which in which instruction is chiefly on the basis of leading or selected cases as primary authorities instead of from textbooks, and then called called also case method. Next is casework. This is our last case word. Case word, case work. Noun from 1886. Social work involving direct consideration of the problems, needs, and adjustments of the individual case as a person or family. And then case worker is a noun. And we are actually on our last word, but there's four forms. Four forms. The first form of this word is it is the word cash, I should probably say. Noun from 1593. One ready money. Ready money? Does that mean money that's at the ready? Ready money. Okay. Uh, number two, money or its equivalent paid for goods or services at the time of purchase or delivery. Uh, and then the example of the equi- equivalent, I can't say that word, would be a check. I don't think people use checks nearly as often these days as they used to. This is from, uh, let's see, Middle French. Casa, I don't know how to pronounce it, C-A-S-S-E, casa. Uh, That means money box from Old Italian casa, from Latin capsa, which means chest, and there's more at the word case. Uh, So it got its name from the thing that it was in, basically. Uh, It was a case, became cash, and then cash became the stuff that was in the cash, the the case. Second form of cash is an adjective from 1622, being a method of accounting that includes as income only what has been received and as expenses only those paid. Did that make sense? Probably. Uh, And then it says, compared to the word accrual, being a method of accounting that includes as income only what has been received and as expenses only those paid. I don't know, my brain just sort of shut down on that one. Third form of cash is a verb, a transitive verb from 1811. One, to pay or obtain cash for, as in cash a check. The check can be considered cash, but I want real cash for the check. So please take my check and give me some cash. Please take my check and give me some cash. I want the cash from the check, please. I don't know, that was close enough for a song. Number two, to lead and win a bridge trick with. the it, it ends with with. So the, the definition is to lead and win a bridge trick with. That was hard to say. And the example is a card that is the highest remaining card of its suit. I don't play cash. I don't play cash. I don't play bridge. There should be a game called cash. I don't play bridge, so I don't know this one. Uh, and then cashable is an adjective. And then our fourth form of cash is our very last one for this episode. It is a noun from 1598. Number one, any of various coins of small value in China and southern India, especially a Chinese coin with a square hole in the center. And there is a picture of this. You've probably seen these. Uh, Yeah, they have, um, let's see, it's round. There's a square hole. The outer half of it looks fairly smooth, um, but then the inside portion between that smoother part and the square, there are four uh, Chinese characters. I don't know what they mean. Maybe I should find out. Maybe they're different. They're probably different on different coins. Some are worth more and some are worth less, so that's probably what that is. 
Um, I didn't know these were called cash. That's so interesting. Um, and then number two, a unit of value equivalent to one cash. So even though this is uh, used in China and India, this is from a few different words. Portuguese, uh, kaixa, that's, they probably say kaixa, uh, C-A-I-X-A. Also from Tamil, the word uh, kaku, K-A-C-U. Again, you know, I don't pronounce these well. Uh, and that is a small copper coin. Uh, from Sanskrit, karsa, with a K. And that is a weight of gold or silver. So this is this this word is goes all over the world, and it means basically like a coin. That's cool. Uh, so we had case harden, case history, casein, caseinate, case in point, case knife, case law, case load, case mate, casement, caseus, caserne, case study, case system, case work, and cash. Well, what do I got to pick? Um, I don't know. I was kind of, it seems weird, but I was kind of tempted to pick case study. Uh, I don't know, just because those are important when you're doing scientific studies of things. I don't know. I don't think there was anything. Uh, you know, people people would probably want me to pick cash, but I'm not, I'm not into that. Let's not pick cash. That's very capitalistic. Anyway, oh, you know what? It's the end of the episode. So, you know, if you're done with the words, you can, uh, you can, you can turn me off. Uh, we've got it still Lent in Japan. It is uh, Hinamatsuri, which is also called Girls' Day. So that's a good thing to celebrate. We need to celebrate women in general. Uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia, that's very specific, uh, it is Liberation and Freedom Day. In Bulgaria, it is also Liberation Day. In Malawi, it is Martyrs' Day. In Georgia, I'm guessing that's the country, Georgia. It's Mother's Day. In Egypt, it is Sportsman Day. In Lebanon, it is Teacher's Day. It is also World Hearing Day. So what about those who can't hear? Uh, And then it is World Wildlife Day as well. Those are both good ones. Um, In, um, let's see, what did I say for Bulgaria? Liberation Day, yep. It's also called uh, Liberation from the Ottoman Domination. So I think that's good for that. We are going to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.